Hi, this is Kevin from the Magic Our Way Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. You're listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast with Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. And I hope you're liking it as much as I am. I'm just rolling on the ground with laughter. <laughs> oh, this is so much fun. Uh, you enjoying it like I am? That's good. That's good. Anyway, here's looking at you. Here's treats. Don't turn, don't punch that button. I'm not through talking. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of... The Magic R-Way. Magic R-Way. Magic R-Way. Magic R-Way. The Magic R-Way Podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Asante, son, everyone. You were listening to the Magic R-Way Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana. In the United States of America, we are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicAway.com is where you can find us today. We present a Q show where we discuss some of the latest Disney news stories. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. And joining us is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? Doing great. How you guys doing tonight? We're doing great. How you doing tonight? Doing real good. You're doing real good. Real good. Real good. You ate. You full. I am he so full. He is content. He has a food belly. I am, food baby. I'm full of true stories and answers and questions and looking for- Whitewashing and blackwashing. All, all the washing. All the washing. I need to be washed when I get back home. <laughs> Ooh, we- what? <laughs> I just got Should we up. stop recording now for whatever you I got caught up did? in the wave of wash. I'm concerned about all the food you ate. We got to wash. No, it's okay. Home. I mean, you know. I'm, I'm glad you're sitting over there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think okay. So. Well, I mean, I don't know what you did. Why you got to wash? I don't know. I just got up in did black something wash leave and white wash. And just, no, nothing's left okay. me yet. You would know if something left me. Yeah, I'm sure I would. Yeah. All right. It's like a warm comforter. Pleasure to be here. I quite understand how that works. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. And uh, one voice you're not going to hear on today's show is Lee Lasavica, our resident travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations. Because as a travel agent, he's actually on vacation while we're recording this. He's over there in Universal. And I think tonight while we're recording this, this is Friday the 21st. He should be transitioning his way to Disney, into Walt Disney World. How about that? All right. Nice. Good for him, man. Yeah. And so if you've been following us in the group, he's been going live. You know, he went live when he went to the Velociraptor. You know, Velociraptor, Velocicoaster, sorry. Velocicoaster, he did that? Yeah, he went on the Velocicoaster, so he did that. Not in a Velociraptor, like I initially said. That would have been bad. It's like a tauntaun, but different. <laughs> Can't slice it and go in there and expect to be good things to happen. Yeah, no. No, he went on the coaster down to Universal, which is the newest coaster to open up down there, so that's pretty awesome. He, he got to do a bunch of different stuff. Oh, good, good, yeah, good, good. Yeah, so he, he'll join us next week where he'll give us our his trip report. All the details. All the yeah. details All of his stuff. Universal slash... Disney trip that he's experiencing, and just may you know, make sure you check out some of the live stuff that we can live vicariously through Lee. Because who doesn't want to do that? There you go. Well, no hassle, Vika. No hassle, Vika. No hassle, Vika. No hassle, Vika. Look, guys, a couple of things, man. Make sure you check us out on YouTube. Uh, there, you can catch a lot of live video footage from us recording. Uh, maybe like this, if you're seeing this, who knows? Um, but stay subscribed. You can see a lot of different stuff. Some things you may hear on the podcast. Some things you may not. So that should be a lot of fun. And also go to our Amazon store, which we call lovingly call Mouse Gears. 
It's at Amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash magic our way. That's right. They ain't using it. Nope. They ain't using it. So make sure they got rid of it, if I remember correctly. So if they're not going to use Mouse Gears, we're taking it over. We're taking Mouse Gears. We we do remember that shop. That used to be the Centaurium back in the day, too. Great stuff. Great stuff. But look, there we have all our recommendations. You can see all the Disney books, all the different uh, just Disney paraphernalia, cooking utensils, and whatnot, whatever you want to cook, cookbooks, too, uh, you can find on that shop. So make sure you go visit that, please. Again, that is Amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash magic our way. And Mawigans, ladies and gentlemen, we have a great show for you lined up today, man. As I mentioned at the top of the show, we are presenting a Q show. And the Q is where we talk about news stories as if we're standing in a queue. Because what else are you going to do in a queue if you're going through the switchbacks? Maybe talk about some of the things. Just talk about stuff. And in this case, we're talking about news stories. So what we're covering on today's show, we got a whitewashed ancient one. We have some Avengers Campus food. And we have, I believe, a pay-for-play thing with the Spider-Man ride on Avengers Campus. Yes, right? we do. Yes. Craziness. Yes. Man. I don't know what's going on. A lot going on. Two going Avengers on. Campus stories. Two Avengers Campus Campai? Campai, yes. Campai. Actually, like, Campai. It's, a, it's a Marvel Campuses. trifecta here. Yeah. It? Yeah, that's oh, true. It's Marvel centric, which is on purpose because Lee knows next to nothing about Marvel. It worked out and well. This is perfect. Yes, right. And so, guys, enough for my jibber jabber, man. Let's go discuss some Disney. No, Marvel news magic. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin. And here we are on guest services, and this is a segment in which we get to service you, the listener. And we got an email. Recently, from a longtime fan. His name is Raymond, and last name initial C. You know, we're doing that to protect the innocent. <laughs> protect the Although, innocent. if you're listening to this show, I don't know how innocent you can be. No. <laughs> more like protecting them from their employer in case their employer happens to listen to them. No, that reprobate listen. Yeah, no. what's wrong with this guy? Yeah. But they didn't have, you'd have something to talk to about with your boss. This is true. Yeah. He could. He could. Maybe the boss is a listener of the show. That's what you're hoping. Like that. Anyway, so he writes this email. He says, Hey, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. Just wanted to give a quick trip report from the wonderful Grand Californian and Disneyland. Oh, you lucky. Must be a California <laughs> resident. Yeah. Man, everybody's out there. Good for you, sir. And I'm thankful that we have the Moeka Nation out there watching our back and sending us his trip reports and telling us how awesome it is. Rubbing our nose in it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get back out there. Don't worry. We will. We'll, we'll get there for as soon sure. As they'll have us. Anyway, he continues to say, needless to say, it was amazing. Starting with COVID. Disney reduced the amount of hassle as much as possible. Guests were in good spirits and followed all the guidelines. Other than a few extra steps like lines to get into the shops, the trip was mostly normal. But I will be happy to see the COVID restrictions lifted as soon as possible. The hotel by far was the biggest enjoyment of our trip. That is a great hotel. Yes. I, I like the Grand California. Beautiful. That is nice. And he continues to say, due to the reduced visitors, the pool area wasn't overcrowded. So midday at the parks... When we, our feet began to bark, we hopped back to the hotel for a rest in the jacuzzi. Always a magical time at Disneyland. Thanks, guys, for the magic you bring to use with the show. Sincerely, Raymond C. Oh, man. That's, that's awesome. Nice, nice Raymond. Dude, Very nice. There's, yeah, there's only one other way that I like to unwind. That's with a massage. But you can only do that one certain trip. I mean, you'll go broke. And but then you'll yeah. be like so limber you can't walk. Right. But the jacuzzi, that's a nice. That's a that's a good way to do it. It is. I like it. Wow, I enjoy. Although it. usually those jacuzzis are pretty packed. I don't, I, I'm surprised that they're. It's like human soup. Yes, human soup. I'm surprised they're <laughs> open during COVID. Yeah. They, well. Yeah. It's hot enough, huh? Maybe it's kill it. No, but somebody's breathing. What are you gonna do? Dunk them under the 
the hot water, and he'd be like, "All right, good, you're cleansed now." I mean, yeah, that's it's true. like like a baptism. Yeah, but I mean, if there's a, if it's like a lot of people, I'll be. I mean, even before COVID, I wouldn't have been too fond of like say eight people being in that in the same you know yeah, hot like tub. a people gumbo. Yeah, yeah. If, if seven women would have asked him to get into a hot tub with them, there's no way he would. Have taken yeah, he would have jumped that. right out there. Actually, exactly. I did it. We've been like, let's go up to the room. Now we're talking. <laughs> this soup stuff ain't working. <laughs> huh? Liquid? Huh? Uh-huh. Let's, let's get the. Let's get the. What kind of? Man, that's like a huh? real party. Liquid. It. Yeah. Liquid. Mm-hmm. Liquid gold. I got to go outside now. That's a. That was that thought hit me. Oh, did it really? Yeah. That's got a all hot image. Yes. That's that's beautiful. That's Happy Friday. Can we that's bring it back to the family. No, I think that's good. There. I think that's good. I think that's awesome. A fun time, yes. you know, and we appreciate bringing the magic so he could be inspired to go get the magic. And if Raymond, Raymond, if you're able to get over to the Avengers campus, whatever one of y'all on the West Coast is able to get there, because Lord knows we can't, let us know if y'all want to come on the show. We can talk about it because I'd, I'd love to have a firsthand perspective. Absolutely. Yes. Avengers campus. We Because we're about to talk about some of that stuff today on this show. So let us know what you think, you know, especially the food. I, I love talking about food. So I'm curious to know about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say any more because we're going to cover it when we get to the food portion of this but, thing. But, but be about it. Get down there. Let yeah. us know. Yeah, let us know, Keep man. Keep it flowing. So, Raymond, look, man, thank you for still listening to the show and whatnot and writing in. We'd love to hear from you. So make sure you contact us at any time and enjoy your trip, man, or enjoy whatever next trip you have uh, for us because we can't at the moment. Very sad. Very sad. That's really sad. Here we are on the queue, and this is the segment in which we get to discuss all the news and happenings in the world of Disney today. So first up, we got Eli's got some news about uh, the Ancient One, sir. What do you got? Yeah, so check this out. And the oh, reason- you got news in your mama? Oh, yeah. Oh. My mama saying hello. She doing fine. Good. <laughs> Yeah, she getting that lotion, right. knocking the wrinkles out. <laughs> Oil overlay. She got those compression socks. Yeah, right? you get the compression Good. socks like that what Brett Favre have, make oh, you less ancient. Beautiful. That's it. All right, so what we got? What we got? So Men's Health Magazine recently had an article where Kevin Fahey, you know, the main Marvel dude who has produced many of the MCU movies that we all know and love, he had made one called Doctor Strange. Right, which was directed by Scott Derrickson. And they had a character there named the Ancient One. Now, for those who haven't seen the movie or maybe not read the comic, I mean, we all know who Doctor Strange is, right? Mm-hmm. But he was trained by this bald Asian man in the comics. It's kind of like... A Miyagi. Yeah, thank you. A Miyagi, a mentor, kind of like the old school... Yogi. Kung Fu A, you know? <laughs> Kung Fu guy on the, you know, on the mountain and stuff with the long mustache and everything. Well... <laughs> the the executive producer and the director felt that they wanted more diversity in the Doctor Strange movie, which they had in 2016. We're not talking about the next one coming out. So they casted Tilda Swinston. Swinston? Swinton. Swinton. Yeah, swim fan. Uh, <laughs> as the ancient one. So that's the bald lady that you saw in the movie, or if you watched in game, you know, the one that knocked the Hulk soul. Like right out of his body. So they went and and said that they wanted to kind of, they felt like they made a slight boo-boo because they didn't want to stereotype the ancient one as, you know, just the typical, you know, old knowledgeable Asian. They wanted to add some diversity. So they felt that they would have her 
played a part in which come in which case you could say that would be like whitewashing meaning having this character that could be Asian be made into a Caucasian. So yes. So, um, Fahey said in this this magazine, and it's kind of weird how it works because in this men's health magazine, they're talking about the main actor who's going to play, uh, Shang-Chi because that's the next like big, Later this year. Yeah, later this year. It looks pretty cool uh, to actually have the Mandarin in it. I'm more pumped about that than saying chi to be honest with you. So they wanted to kind of apologize and just say, hey, look, we wanted to add more diversity to this movie. But now looking back at it, maybe that wasn't necessarily the right way to go as opposed to stereotyping an Asian character. So they're apologizing for this. Yes. I'm still waiting for my apology for the Mandarin. You and me both. <laughs> I'm glad you read my mind because, you know, yes. So do you, but do you think that in this case, is this the case that Fahey should apologize? No. For? The Mandarin. <laughs> totally. Yeah, he needs to start there. Yes. 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 And so you could pull all that. Yeah, it wasn't the real Mandarin and we're going to bring the real Mandarin in at some point in time. But spoilers, uh, Tony Stark is dead. Iron Man's gone. You're never going to get that Mandarin Iron Man fight that you were hoping that you were going to get in Iron Man 3. It's it's ruined. You know how I feel about it. I'm I'm glad you said it because I could have talked an easy hour and a half about how much I hate Iron Man 3 because of that incident. And yes, uh, Big Kingsley is a nice actor. I'm sure he's very good in other parts. Just, yeah, it doesn't work for this one. I I agree. I don't think he, uh, Kevin Feige, needs to apologize for his casting of the Ancient One in in this movie. But what say you, Kevin? I don't think he needs to apologize. Well, what what is the Ancient One in the comic books? Ancient One is is an Asian male. And uh, he he just sits on. It's like in Tibet, though. So what they what they tried to spin here is they said that the ancient one like comes in all monikers, and in this particular case, uh, it's Celtic. That's what, how they explain the ancient one being the. Do the ancient older, ones change? Lady. Like when one dies, another one takes over. In the comics, I've never seen that. They've always been Asian. They've they've never been. You know, I've I've never seen one where like one minute it's an Asian man, the next time it's Florida Evans. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I've never seen that occur, <laughs> you know? But there are multiple eight ancient ones. Uh, they're, they're, we don't know if they're all Asian ancient ones. Yes, that's what they're going with. What they say in this one is this different culture. But in the comics, though, I mean, let's face it. MCU has really just said, hey, we like a comic idea. But we're just going to take whatever we want and just do whatever we want with it. You know, now, the thing that's funny, though, is that. There's still Mordo, who is the, you know, who was uh, Doctor Strange's, like, sidekick, but then you know, turned out to be a villain. In oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the comics, he's Asian, but in the movie, you know, he's a brother. He's a brother. He's black. <laughs> well, doesn't that cancel it out then? <laughs> I'm just saying, I know yin and yang is one thing, but, uh, yes, you're wor- worried about whitewashing, so but there's some blackwashing still going on. Wow. Can we say that? Blackwashing? You could say it more than I could. Yeah. I know that's why I said it. I wanted Good. to. <laughs> I wasn't sure you could. I've never. I just don't know if that's a real term. But wow, I need to see the equation as to which can't. So yeah, I would have to think that Tilda Swinton. I mean, at least say what you will. I mean, she's an Academy Award winning actress. Yes. She was willing to shave her head for the part. I mean, she did a, a, a fantastic job, and and she did it all to play what, like a, a B level character, not even really B, like 
Doctor Strange is B, yeah. C, D, maybe even D level character. That's somebody you never really hear of, right? I yeah. mean, Ancient One, you know, you don't really hear of. No, no, that's okay. not, no. Okay. Did you did you know Ancient One before the? I, I knew Doctor Strange. I'd seen him in the comics. I don't recall this Ancient One character. Now, having said that, I, I know Doctor Strange from Infinity War and and a couple other books. Like I don't, I never really bought his book solo. Right. Mm. Okay. But he's a. But yeah, the Ancient One has always been. Oh, Mongolian kind of that kind of okay, yeah. Okay. yeah my views on this, like when it comes to like race swapping and gender swapping in in the comic books, as long as it's a a character that is not like a main character, not an iconic character that you know on site, you just you know exactly who that is. Even if you're a casual fan who never picked up a book, you you know who that is. You can play around with anybody. You want to you know change Jimmy Olsen or Perry White or the Ancient One <laughs> or. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Name Mordo. him. Mordo. Yeah. You want to change Mordo? Change him. Anybody. Uh, like, what? I mean, you're not talking about an established iconic character. You know? Like, even with the Green Lanterns. Like, I wasn't a fan. Like, you know, they, they, they kept shoving Jon Stewart into the Justice League so they could say, like, look, diversity. Day, yeah. yeah, we got a brother. Meanwhile, they're picking the most boring Green Lantern <laughs> character. I mean, he's pretty story. Yeah. No, yeah, there's not a whole lot of personality. Guy Gardner, Cal Rainier, Hal Jordan were all more interesting than Jon Stewart, but I'm I'm kind of losing myself there. That's what I think. Like I think it's if you've got a character that isn't a fairly well-established character that most people don't really know is a supplemental side character, what does it matter? No one, no one cared that they swept uh, the uh, swept. That they switched. flipped, Flip, flipped. Okay, uh, Nick Fury for Samuel L. Jackson. They, Nick Fury's a white guy. They changed him to Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, but that's but with that uh, in the comics, he was kind of drawn that way too. Well, in the ultimate version of the comic, he was drawn that way. So, yeah, it was kind of like... He was drawn like Samuel Jackson? Yes. Oh. Yeah, so that's kind of... It's still surreal. Yeah, in one storyline, and and it was like kind of an offshoot storyline where the Hulk actually eats people. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, wow. (laughs) The Hulk, I think, ate Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, he (laughs) ate soldiers. Like, uh, Mark Millar was the writer for that. I actually met him once, and I, I... Told him to his face, like, that was awesome. I've never seen the Hulk eat people. I thank oh, you. That was great. Yeah. He was like, oh, I'm glad you liked it. it yeah, yeah, I can tell you what. In, in like, the uh, the Avengers Earth Mighty's Heroes ca- uh, cartoon series, Nick Fury was a brother. It was like a Samuel Jackson-looking type guy. Okay. Yeah. So, so when, I, when I saw the movies come out, I'm like, I wonder if they based it on the cartoon more so than the comic book. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah, no, definitely. I think again, there was one version. There was one offshoot of the comics that, that was, it wasn't even the real event. It was like the Ultimate Avengers. It was the, it was the Ultimate storyline. Okay, like, there you go. Okay, because it's like the normal one was like there was a six one six, and yeah, we'll get we'll get deep. But yeah, they made that offshoot split, and that's how you had uh, Miles Morales. Like, ah, okay, okay. Even um, Mary Jane. Like when they recast Mary Jane in the new Spider-Man. Oh, movies. the homecoming ones and all yes. that? Yes. Like, yeah, okay. I'm like looking for this redheaded type girl. And then they, they went and, and cast a, a person of color, I guess is what you call yeah, it. Yeah, I don't a, know. But she was somebody famous. Not famous to me. But, uh, I was going to yeah. say, yeah, like, okay, she was like 16. I don't know what she did that made her all that famous prior to that but i didn't know who she was until then but god bless i mean she does a, a fantastic job in the role and stuff my my biggest thing was where's the red hair yeah <laughs> it's like there's only one thing i know about mary jane that's iconic and that's the red hair and you've hit the jackpot tiger yes well you know what's interesting about that i, I just learned about this recently is that zendaya's character is the actress that plays mj in those new films is not meant to be the mj mary jane 
Um, what it what it was explained, and I thought this was interesting. I read in an article that uh, that MJ is supposed to be Michelle Jones, which is the character they made up for the MCU. Ah. So it says, but because I always wondered, uh, you know, I was talking with this with a friend. I was like, why is Zendaya's Mary Jane so different from like what I know in the comic books or what in the previous movies? Like, you know, Mary Jane's like all I don't want to say bubbly, but you know what I'm talking. She's a little more. She's not as like uh, like. No, yeah, she's not. I want to say dark, but right. It's like why? Why is Zendaya's yeah. MJ totally different? And then I, when researching, it's like, I mean, I happened to find the article I was looking at, you know, and it says that she's not exactly Mary Jane. Zendaya's MJ, aka Michelle Jones, is sort of a half twist, half homage to the original character. I don't know where the half homage is. Apparently, it's a purely a character created for the MCU. Interesting enough, I had no idea until maybe three days ago when I was watching the movie. And I'm like, why? Why is she totally different than? Kirsten Dunst, MJ. Interesting. Yeah. I had no idea that that was the angle that they were going. I mean, obviously, they're using MJ. It's meant to suggest Suggest, her. yeah. So I guess that's where the half homage is. Right. In fact, her name is actually supposed to be Michelle Jones. But, I mean, isn't that just as bad as what they're accusing them of doing with this character where you're not... Re- you got to I, I got to understand what their issue is with the whole idea of what they say. Why, why, it, why do they care? Is it because you told they, me in this instance, in this instance, do they care because they're not being true to the source material. Because if that's the argument, then I'm sympathetic to that argument. The way I get it from the article is they were worried that that character, the ancient one, is going to be seen as a stereotypical Asian. That's how they felt. That it would be. No, but I'm saying, why does he feel sorry that he did it? Why does he call what he did whitewashing a character? Is it because he felt like he should have been more... He should have stuck with what they uh, kind of... Yeah, well, you, I get it. Like, what the character kind of would right. be, but... So yeah. isn't that the same thing? And so if you're supposed to be true to the... If you're supposed to spit, stick to the source materi- material and be true to the what the character was meant to be. Isn't that the same thing as changing up Mary Jane and calling her Michelle Jones? And yeah. 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 Yes. I mean, it's, it's still different than them using uh, well, Hank Pym should be contemporaries with Tony Stark mm-hmm. and not his dad, <laughs> which I'm not bitter about, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> See, you have a right to be bitter about that stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, same thing with, uh, with the Mandarin thing. I mean, I'm still, I'm, I'm mad about that. I, I, I am. Uh, and that's because, again, they're using the original material, but it's almost like what you want to use to change to fit whatever you think you need or you think the audience needs, it would save you if you just stuck with what you already had. Because then you can say, yeah, the H1 is an Asian guy. It's not a stereotypical thing. We stuck to this material. You know, MJ's a redhead, you know, like the Mandarin, you know, he is an Asian man who's a very powerful villain. And you don't have to trick people and then have to come back later and then like eat crow for it. I think in this instance, yeah, I don't think they need to apologize for who they cast here. I mean, like you said, she was a she was a, a good part. I didn't really look at it like, oh, I'm about to move and now. I can't believe this woman knows how to do all this cool stuff. No, I, I saw was the, cool with it. I thought she yeah. was fine. I had no problem with it. Yeah. I wasn't tripping. If I'm Tilda Swinton right now, I'm kind of pissed. Like, wait a minute. I, I, I go, I show up on set. I do the job. I knock it out of the park. I shave my head so I could look like the character that you envisioned. I did my job. And now you're running around telling the, the news. I, I, I regret ever having cast her. I know. That's pretty terrible, right? I, exactly. You know, and then making it kind of a sounding like a racial thing at, at the very least. Yeah, because now you're talking about this this Asian American movie that's coming out that you're 
promoting well, that. Well, now it kind of puts the pressure on Tilda Swinton to apologize for having accepted the role. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. As opposed to just saying, oh, you know what? I should have turned that role down because that role was meant for an, an, an Asian, Asian uh, male or female person. Well, they could have cast an, an Asian woman for it if they really wanted diversity. Okay, but then would that have been okay? Because now, again, you're, you're leaving the source material aside, and now you're changing it from a man to a woman. What, is that okay? So race swapping bad, gender swapping okay? Oh, boy. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I think they, should, they should keep it as it is, but they've done that with the characters as well, where like, because it was always like a Spider-Man, it was a Spider-Woman, you know, that kind of stuff. I don't really, I think if, like you said earlier, if it's an A-style character, that might be extremely different. You know, I don't know how it works if, say, you have Black Panther played by Jackie Chan. You know, I, <laughs> I don't know how that worked. You no, know? it wouldn't work. Yeah. No one, I've said it before. No one wants to watch Jaws and like, oh, here you go. Here's Jaws. And now, instead of a shark, a dolphin. Yeah. No <laughs> one wants to see that movie. Dolphin with a piece of like aluminum foil taped to the back. Yeah. It's like, it's like put, it's, it, hey, we're going to make the Punisher, but he's not going to have the skull shirt. You know, we're going to give you Batman, but he's going to have nipples on his suit. <laughs> you know, those and sloppy things, ears. Yeah, yeah. Anything iconic matters in, in the representation of the character. You can't just race swap, gender swap willy nilly when it comes to iconic characters. You kind of have to be faithful to the source material or make a new. Like you said, like Miles Morales is Spider-Man, but he's a different Spider-Man. He's not Peter Parker. Right. Right. That kind of thing where you make a new character out of him. You don't just say, hey, that's Bruce Wayne, but now Bruce Wayne's a black man. You know, you you you, you come up with another guy who took up the mantle of Batman. I think they do have a guy. Now, I, I struggle to remember his name. What? There was a, a black Batman at one yeah. point. Yeah. Batman? Yeah, well, there's, well, they did just recently make one with uh, Lucius Fox's kid, right? Okay, maybe that's, uh, I don't remember. I thought it was the one Stan Lee did. Oh, God, yes. Okay, well, that's, yeah, that's a completely different, like, origin story. Yes, you're right. You're right. That was just, but that was like a guy that was not Bruce Wayne. He was somebody else. But well, that's okay. what I'm saying. It yes. should not be Bruce Wayne. Yes. If people have an idea in their head. They, they see Bruce Wayne. That's who the character is meant to be. You want to make a, you know, a Green Lantern and he can be any person you want to. Cool. Just give him a different name. And he's just a guy who gets the ring. But when you're dealing with iconic characters, you, it's, it's hard to get around changing who those people, what, who they, who they are, what they look like. And, and that, I, just because you have an expectation when you see them on screen, you want yeah, basically you want to see your comic book come to life. That's and, exactly it. And Be- that's no, that's very that's very poignant. Because if you're a fan of the comic, you you've followed it for this person, and you want them to take this material seriously. The minute you hear that they're casting somebody that doesn't look like it, or that they see a picture and the suit doesn't, they're already saying, okay, this person could care less about the book that I grew up loving. Why am I going to go pay money to see this? Well, that's why that uh, that Fantastic Four, were like I like Michael B. Jordan. I mean, you know, of course he's Killmonger and, and Black Panther, but they had him cast as the Human Torch in this this one Fantastic Four movie. And I remember. I was a terrible movie yeah people lost their, their, their minds and like there was a talk about this within that and it was the main thing to say it's nothing against tilda she just picked up roles the same thing with him but it's still you're like hey i'm sorry man you're not you're not johnny storm you'd be like anybody else but just in that mantle my vision has been trained to know johnny storm is a blonde head hot-headed guy but even then, I would accept that because, again, Johnny Storm isn't exactly... People don't hear Johnny Storm and they know, oh, that's the guy from the Fantastic Four. If you say Fantastic Four, people have a better idea what you're talking about, I think. I don't know. I, I think you get around 
Johnny Storm. I mean, okay, but I don't, I don't think I'm, that. I'm with you. I, yeah, look, I think you either have to apply the standard completely and say, okay, we're going to be true to source material, and we're not going to gender swap, race swap. We're not going to do any of that. We're going to be true to the material. Or once you start doing it, you can't apologize for doing it to one race and not another. And this is okay when we. It, it, it's going to implode on itself. It's okay yeah. to re- yeah. replace an Asian with a black man, but not with a white woman. I, I don't <laughs> Show me the equation. Show me the rules. That way I have some sense of what's right or what's wrong. Because otherwise, what you're... It's more like show me the money. Yeah. We should have played, played the woke theme on this one. Because, yeah, I think that's also like a, a, a development or a part of it. And look, my last thing to say is that MCU could make any hero just look great. I mean, like this plenty of material to choose from with Marvel. There's plenty of stories to make. I mean, you can take any character from any race or, you know, any gender and you can make a great movie. I mean, that's what that's what they've done. And that's just what I think they should concentrate uh, on doing and just make it just make the movie and walk away. Yeah. Tell good stories. Yeah. Tell good, that's, that's exactly right. So would you guys be willing to pay $65 to get the top score at Disney's new Spider-Man ride over at Adventures Campus? (laughs) Do I win $70? (laughs) No. No. But you get bragging rights. What? Okay, who I get to brag on? Whoever's in the car with you, whatever eight-year-old that you just crushed their dreams. So wait, are you saying I could bribe somebody and make me the highest score? No, I'm saying you could buy something. What I to make you the highest score? Okay. Okay. So what I got to buy? All right. So here's the story, guys. When Avengers Campus opens, Disney will be selling web tech power bands for web slingers, a Spider-Man adventure that will unlock different superhero powers. While everyone who rides the attraction will be able to swing their webs for free, guests who purchase a web tech power band will get a web up on the competition. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Web up. <laughs> Face off. Yeah. Web up. <laughs> web on. See how they did that? That's right. Web yeah. ones. The base model web tech power band will cost $35, really $34.99, but $35. And for that price, guests will be able to unlock the ability to shoot multiple webs at once. So instead of shooting one web, you shoot three webs. I don't know. I got three kids. I'm good. You're going to shoot one web in these kids' face? Sure. There you go. $65. That's how I was I getting you. that, but that works too. I was, oh, well, I'm sorry. I thought that was what you got. I don't that. need any more webs. Shooting <laughs> out. You can always use more webs to shoot out. No, I'm good. You're oh. going to get a vewectomy? <laughs> 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 I didn't even say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have a, a list. <laughs> a we, a, a webtomy? Yeah. <laughs> I was already starting to laugh before I could get it out. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, that's what she was doing. So that's what it would cost for the base model, $35. Base model. But for those who really want to crush the competition, you can upgrade by spending an additional $30, which will get you access to Iron Man's repulsor cannons or Spider-Man's electrodynamic webs. I want a repulsor. I want, I want, I want the unibeam. Yeah. The unibrow? What? The unibrow. Unibrow. It shoots out of my eyes. The Anthony <laughs> Davis. I want the unibeam. Now, for boys, these upgraded power bands will be themed after Spider-Man and Iron Man. And for the girls, they'll be themed after Ghost Spider and Rescue. Don't ask me why Spider-Woman got no love on this one. Oh, but, yeah. Um, Ghost Spider. Ghost what, if, Spider. what if my daughter wants to be like Iron Man? 
Well, uh, she can be rescue or she can be Iron Man, whatever she identifies as. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. So the repulsors would be obviously Iron Man and, and rescue, and the electrodynamic webs would be Spider Man and Ghost Spider. So the so the repulsor would you get like the Iron Man glove kind of thing? Well, not a whole glove. You kind of get like a like a, a band that straps to your arm with a little thing. It doesn't exactly look. Like the actual gauntlet that Iron Man uh, okay, wears. Okay. But I can see you're interested. But wait, don't act now. There's <laughs> oh, more. Yes. For those wondering why in the world would I spend $65 for something that I'll only be able to use in a three-minute attraction, well, at home, your Spider-Man power bands will feature lights, sound projections, and webs that eject and retract. And your Iron Man power bands will also light up and blast air while you practice your repulsor powers uh, with training spheres. Thwip. Oh, wait, that's kind of cool. So in the summertime, you can shoot yourself in the face with some air. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. If you're aiming that way. For $65. Yeah, you put a little free eye with it. Mm-hmm. That's not and bad. And you can hone your skills at home. With right. Discs. So you got to shoot the spheres with your with the your pulses, kind of. I I guess so. I mean, I don't know how the repulsors go, are going to work with the the train spheres. Okay, I'm not sure how that happens, but uh, you got to use the force. Yes, possibly. So don't just think like I'm spending sixty five dollars and it's only for this three minute attraction or whatever. You you get to take the magic home and it bleeps and makes lights and makes projections. I was worried at first until you came back with that towards the end. And I feel a little more, like, rest assured, I will not be spending $65. <laughs> Maybe it was the whole gauntlet. I think I would. Just to say, wow, I got, like, the Iron Man gauntlet with the mm-hmm. thing. But I'm imagining it's just, like you say, it's just a plastic. And just, I mean, I, yeah. I don't, You're a no. I'm a, I'm a no. Well, if they reduce the price, if that, if let's say that whole thing was 45 bucks. Like twenty in the base model, but then you up it to forty five. That's not bad, but that's over seventy bucks. I mean, it's probably cheap for Disney standards, though. You think so? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's almost like French Quarter prices. You know, it's like one beer is like seven bucks. Oh, it's like some kid with uh, like some tap shoes on. Like, where'd I get this gauntlet? You that's take right. A guess. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is still kind of pricey, even for Disney prices, though. Is it? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, you're Disney. You're, you're, the idea is that everybody comes here. You're in the most magical place on earth, unless you're richer than the person next to you. In which case, you have a better time. Which is kind yeah. of the thing that they're going with. And hear them once again teaching that fundamental Disney lesson that those who have more money win. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, with like uh, like the Star like Star Wars, you could get a droid. And build a droid, can't you, for like 60, 70 bucks, something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can. Yeah. Like I mean, unit. And it doesn't it kind of move and react to you and bleep, stuff bleep, like bleep, that? Bleep, yeah. And it, yeah. I mean, so for $5 less, you don't even get a full outfit or there's nothing for you to build with this. I think that's just get the money you can, but yeah, I think that's kind of broke. Like, I think that's. I guess the thing is that you, it's reusable at home. Thwip, thwip. All over the place. Well, yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't have the same, you know, effect. It's I mean, like having a power glove with no Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's true. Yeah, it doesn't even shoot like a flashlight. You said it does like a projection. So now it's a viewmaster that shows like one picture, 
And then like it shoots air. So I like the compressed air thought. I, I do like that. I don't even think it's going to be that cool. I think it's just going to be like a sound effect. Though. I can't well, even Well, you got to reload it. the compressed air. I mean, how's that work? Yeah, that, there's it? no way it's real You got a little pump. Air. It's like. <laughs> I got some. I get some from work. $65. I had that kid shoot ice beams and it's stuff. $65. Turn that kid upside down. It says it blasts air. I think that's probably a sound effect. I'm I'm gonna guess. Oh no, that so, make it worse. So less. now it's like <laughs> now you're like 1999. Yeah, <laughs> I like this. This is like like Price is Right for this thing. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it, maybe it does. I I don't know. I don't know how you would do that without actual compressed air that you uh, like a. Um, what do you call it? A, a tank that you would have to hook up to it that would actually shoot out the air. But well, that's what I say. Like you get like uh, like the can, like you know the yeah, the air, air, right. Can, but yeah. sooner or later you got to run out and you got to replace it, right? Well, you just get a, yeah another can of straw. Mm-hmm. That's it. So you think this worth it? No, no. I mean, I, look, I, I wasn't excited to ride this attraction. I didn't think I could be any less excited to ride this attraction <laughs> before I heard about this. And like, because I just thought before, I'm like, these people out of their damn mind. This is just an. Ex- all the stuff that you could do with Spider-Man, and you come up with this lame-ass ride to sell little Spider-Bots to kids? Shoot, it's not about just selling Spider-Bots. Now you're trying to sell them on little power bands power for your junk All kinds of stuff. Man, there better be a magic band built into that. Yeah. <laughs> like, shoot. I want a picture to shoot, come out of me shooting a web or something if I got to pay $65 for it. Since when is selling t-shirts and plushies ain't enough? That's a good question. <sighs> That's I mean, a great question. I'm really scared where this is going. I mean, this is like opening Pandora's box. Like, wh- what's next? Okay, here's like a little, you know, pirate's compass. That if you go on the ride, it activates little things inside the ride that goes off. Or, you know. I guess like Toy Story Mania. They're going to do stuff like that too right sure i mean it's kind of scary what they could do with this technology because i mean this actually affects the enron experience and yeah if you're if you're if you got a kid and they want to they want to get a competitive score they're like oh mommy this is my favorite ride i want to i want to win this one or i want to at least you gotta you know, have to spend some money yeah you're it. gonna have to spend some money to go ahead and do it and kids are gonna want to do it i it's mean it's getting expensive man it's it's you know unless i get a new job it's like uh yeah it might be pricing me out even you know, no it, stuff it absolutely is pricing them out. I mean, everything is an add-on now. Now even the rides are add-ons. That's scary that your ride experience is going to be better than mine because you spent $65. I mean, that should at least come with a fast pass to ride the ride whenever <laughs> you want to. I would say. Because kids are going to want to do this. Kids are going to be like, but mom, Spider-Man's my favorite. Why do I suck so bad at this? You only got one the, shot. That kid over there spent more money than you, little Jimmy. That's right. Yeah, but let's suppose you even, let's say you said, little, little Jimmy, you know, you my son. I took you out on vacation. You will not get a participation trophy. You will get the top. Well, what if your kid still can't aim with three shots? So now you've paid the money, but your kid isn't the top scorer. The other kid is still, you know what I'm saying? That that paid the uh, 65 sure. bucks. Right. So, and once that kid knows, hey, all I got to do is buy this thing that unlocks all this really cool stuff. I mean, shoot, like if, when, if you were playing Metal Gear or Contra and you knew there was a better gun. Get the gun. Man, that was all you were focused on was getting the better gun. So now you, you shot bullets that went out all sprayed bullets. Yeah, the spray gun. Yes. Yeah. Contra and Metal Gear was an old video game back in the 80s, ladies and gentlemen. Oh in case God. you're wondering what that is for anybody that doesn't remember. 
Awesome game. You missed out. You missed Missing out. out. That's right. So uh, one of the funniest things about this, though, uh, to move the conversation along a little bit, is that Universal Studios weighed in on this new Spider-Man. Ride. Did they? <laughs> yes, they did. They couldn't oh. help themselves because people were kind of likening the addition of the power bands and and what it unlocked in the game itself to DLC. Now, who, who knows what DLC? DLC. Eli, you you know this? Like what? Downloadable content. There you go. Downloadable content in video games. So for those who are unfamiliar, if you bought a game. You can go online and actually pay extra and download even more content like for the game. skins and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Or oh, like you. an add-on to the... Oh, I did do that for the Spider-Man game mm-hmm. for PlayStation. I bought a, another add-on game after I finished it. So, okay, got you. Oh, cool. Right, but at least you can play that whenever you want to, whereas opposed to this power band that you can only play when you're there. When you're there. Yeah. Yeah. And but for $65, that's more than the cost of a game and the downloadable content. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> this led Universal Orlando Resort to tweet out anti-gravity cannons, exploding pumpkins, stunning NYC skyline, no DLC. <laughs> <laughs> we got the better ride. That's basically what they were saying. <laughs> and damn it if they weren't right. They are true. They did good with that ride. For because sure. I think Disney pretty much do. We can't make a better dark ride than this. I mean, what they came up with is just about perfect. The best we can do is emulate that, but put the more current villains in it. Technology. Yeah. 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 Put like the real uh, electro, put the Jamie Foxx electro, put the, um, the Venom. You could put right, Alfred Molina, uh, Dr. Octopus. There you go. Put those guys in there. But I mean, really, they had hit the, I mean, who as a Spider-Man Fan. fan wanted to do this. Uh, I, this BS shoot him up. Oh, you talk about what's at Disney right yeah, now. Yeah, okay. Sp- yeah, yeah, nobody wanted to do this. No. So I think Disney was like, screw it, we can't compete. Let's just do this, you know, Toy Story Mania style. Toy bots and stuff. And yeah, yeah maybe they want to say, oh, the next generation of, of children, they'll like this stuff because it's tech and not the full blown action dive bombs and everything. Like, yeah, but you got all the material. Like, really? You could make a Spider-Man ride and then put other characters in it that would normally be in the Spider-Man universe if you really had to blow people's mind. Bo- Man, you know what? That's my challenge for myself, baby, is to come up with a better Spider-Man ride than that. Be in the magic. Do it, man. Man. Do it. Like, I would understand if like, they, like, if this was Ant-Man, I'd be like, you know what? Go ahead. You did the best you could. <laughs> Good job. Shooting my Batman ride. The Hawkeye ride. Good job, Disney. The, the great Hawkeye ride. Got to shoot the Hawkbots. Makes perfect sense. But Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Jeez. And, that, you know, and some people were actually even saying that, you know, Universal was kind of being hypocrites because they sell wands over and Universal Studios that interact, you know, with things. And you're like, oh, well, how's this any different than having to buy a wand that makes things happen in your land? And the a lot of uh, smart people pointed out because this has nothing to do with a ride. You're selling things that can be used in and around the land itself that just make it a little bit more interesting. It doesn't affect your ride experience. That was equivalent to Disney's Source of the Magic Kingdom or the, the Pirate League thing. There's no different than that. And even on the Disney cruise ships, the Muppet thing the great mu- mu- muppet detective or something like yeah, that. yeah yeah i know mm-hmm. what you're talking about yeah but that, that's that's totally different yeah i'm 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 really putting a damper on avengers campus for me and it really is putting a damper to be quite honest on where i think disney's going right now yeah it's it's kind of scary to think of what's going to be coming down the pipe if they that it turns out to be successful sure no i mean i should just make this all disney i'm sure universal they can make jokes as much as they want but i mean they're figuring out a way to monetize every aspect of it. it's just it's it's a damn shame that just going there isn't enough 
that just buying your food isn't enough. Paying for the part, it's not enough. We need more. Right. more. You're not spending enough at us. Yeah, definitely not every family will have an equal experience. No. Ah. Those things, which almost makes me wonder about the, you know, based upon the initial reason for getting that park. I don't know. No, well, then you and then you could then you piss your kid off, but you know you go on a vacation, you keep keep your kid happy. Kid can't get the sixty five dollars still more trip to it. Now that kid's trip is ruined. Now you the parent. Now you got to disown this child because of Spider Man webs. It's terrible. Well, it's terrible. Like going to Hollywood Studios and being like, hey, I bet mom, dad, the one thing I want to ride is Rise of the Resistance. Okay, good luck. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna stand in line the whole yeah. trip, son. We can pay three thousand dollars, and there's still no guarantee that, you'll that get we're, we're gonna get on yeah. that ride. Yeah, you're still gonna take care of me with um, seventy five, mm. right, son? Yeah, I'm sick of this. I mean, really, it sucks. Everybody's vacation going experience should be equal within the parks, and not a money grab. That's yes. so hard pressed to be a money grab, I should say. Yes. Well, Danny, since you're talking about spending money, man, how about a $100 sandwich? Ooh, can I do that? <laughs> you want to do that? Yes. <laughs> you could do that also at Avengers Campus. How about that? Speaking uh, about money grab. I'm imagining my plastic fork and knife is made of gold. It should be. Oh. Or sterling silver, if not more gold, silver. Darn. Maybe it's t- titanium. Gold plated. Gold plated, silver. Is, there, is it cubic zirconium? Like, uh, does Zoe Saldana feed the sandwich to you? I wish. I'm just saying, I would pay $100 for that. That would be awesome. You would pay $100 for that? For her to feed me the sandwich and look lovingly in my eyes? Would she do, like, the airplane with you? <laughs> <laughs> Open your mouth. Like, ah, <laughs> ah. Yeah. Your mouth through the gums. Here it comes. Here it comes. And I'd be like, mm, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and she'd be like, mm, I'm Zoe Saldana. I got... I got 30 more tables. Hurry up. I'll be like, wait, 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 wait. Just, just wipe my mouth with a napkin. <laughs> I got your fantasies of being a nursing home. <laughs> well, I know what you do with a $100 sandwich. I mean, unless this comes with it, that has to be some of the best ingredients in the world. Well, if you think that's bad, you should hear the price of the Coke. <laughs> $1 million. $1 million. That's right. For a gallon. How thirsty are you, boy? Anyway, yeah, so they got a $100 sandwich at this place. And we'll talk about a little bit more of that later. Oh, okay. Build up to that. But know that that's there looming in the background. But recently, as I think as of this Monday, they released uh, the menu items that you can expect at Avengers Campus because that is opening soon. So for those that are travel- able to travel out there and check this out, these are some of the things that have been released. They're all over the place. You can see pictures of this descriptions of this and even prices of this stuff on the disney website but i figured we'll go through it and, and i'll work my way up there's four different eateries that you'll experience there um you got Terran treats you got the shawarma palace you got the pim testing lab and of course the main attraction which is the pim test kitchen itself so I'll, i'm gonna start from the small stuff and work my way up to the big kitchen the pim test kitchen and we have this place called Terran treats okay Terran treats and they got two little sweet things that you can get um, one of which is, and dig this title, it's the Cosmic Cream Orb. <laughs> so just like, this is a, definitely a, ga- a Guardians of the Galaxy kind of thing. Yes. So Terrans and right, that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Wasn't there an orb in the movie? Wasn't that a thing they were trying to get? Yes. Was yes. Well, there was, point, I mean, which Marvel one? Marvel expert? I, any of them. Oh, I guess the okay, first yes. one. I think the, yeah, because yeah. the orb had the, uh, the, the gym in it in the first yes. one. There you go. Okay. That's what this is supposed to be based on. Finally yeah. woke up. So, <laughs> so this thing, you, you got a purple cream center, and outside you have what looks like a lava rocks. I don't know how they did it, but it looks like they kind of 
caramelize it, but it's it's an interesting looking thing. I don't know if y'all are looking at the yeah, picture. Yeah, it definitely yes. does look like a rock with purple goo. Yes, yes, coming out. I don't know Thanos how color, colored goo to be exact. Exactly, yeah. that it is, looks like, kind of looks like dino poop. What could it be like dino poop? I don't know. Maybe Terran dino poop. Terran dino poop. It reminds me of dino poop. I didn't know Terrans had dinos. I mean, it looks like <laughs> yeah, it looks like a like a like a like you pulled away from like a forest and then cut it in half and then realized you were lied to. It reminds me of, like lava. Yeah, when it hits water, it's like chunky like that. Yeah, the the inside of it, yeah, it's got what's that like yogurt? I mean, it's a it's a cream puff, so it's purple cream puff. Oh, it's yeah, a cream puff. But the thing that's interesting is right next to it, even is this sweet what they call the sweet spiral ration, which is basically a green churro wrapped up, and if it would, the center would just point up a little bit, it look like green poop. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> so man they're doubling down the poop looking attractions they uh, do. Yeah. Uh, at, at the food cart here well i think they had that at animal kingdom too didn't they didn't they do that where animal poop oh my god you you're right that? they did do that for a little bit well that's that's it right there Terran treats that's where you can get some cosmic gardens of the galaxy level poop all right <laughs> poop looking things do you like that? green poop or purple poop do you like it do you like it man? do you like to try it all right so that's what you got at that little cart if i spend 20 dollars can i get something that doesn't make my food look like poop <laughs> maybe you can spend a hundred dollars and get a big ass sandwich oh what's that? Yes. yes or you can go to the next cart which almost looks like a little food truck but you can go to the shawarma palace you know they decided to up their thing from new york and build a little branch out in california where you can get well of course shawarma Shwarma. which if you remember that's what they're eating at the end of the first avengers movie that was a very big thing yes very sure. big yes. thing and in this, they're serving currently two things. You have New York's Tastiest, which is a, your regular chicken shawarma wrap, garlic spread, coconut yogurt, tahini sauce with pickled vegetables. And of course, they have, for the vegetarians, the Impossible Victory Falafel. The Impossible, impossible Victory Falafel. And now, Impossible, that has been kind of code word for vegetarian, Vegetarian, right? yeah, because Impossible Meat, you know, it's like, oh, this tastes so real. It can't be meat. That's impossible. Oh, that whole kind of concept. The Impossible Whopper. Yes. Oh, yes. I, I was about to say that's the coolest name for like a hero thing ever. But OK, got Victory it. Falafel. Impossible Falafel. Impossible Falafel. Okay. That would have been a better name. I like that. Yeah, yeah that, that could have gone away with Victory, I think. Yes. Yeah. Just Impossible Falafel. Because when you're eating that, you're, you're, you have Victory anyway. Yeah. So why be redundant? If you could fool them. Exactly. Yes. So yeah, you can definitely get some shawarma at the shawarma palace. So that's all you get at that place. And now we go to the PIM testing lab. Okay. So now this is the big place? No, the PIM test kitchen. The testing lab is basically their bar. So you get a bunch of different kind of different juices oh, and so whatnot. Oh, so cocktails. Cocktails, yes. Cocktails, Good. mocktails, all different kinds of stuff. First of all, just kind of this kind of reminds me of, um, oh, what's the uh, the bar in Galaxy's Edge? Uh, Ogas? Ogas, yeah. So it kind of reminds me of Ogas because they have like a little snack thing. In this case, they call it snack molecules, which has like mini pretzels, honey roasted peanuts, sweet and spicy pop sorghum, which is kind of like what they have at Galaxy's Edge, I think. You know, some kind of mixture, snack mix kind of deal. But then, of course, they have draft beer, hard seltzer, and wine. And then you have a particle fizz. Fizz. Particle fizz. fizz. Yeah, it's it's with, a particle fizz. It has, it's hard seltzer with uh, cherry pearls. So you have that. You will make particles from yeah, the fizz. Yeah, either you shrink. I don't know. I'm assuming <laughs> the cherry pearls is uh, kind of supposed to be like pin particles swimming around. I bet it's a pearl necklace. I, I'll write you. It would I'll be better you. than a pearl necklace. Yeah, absolutely. You know, in this case, it's a hard seltzer with pearl necklace. So Did any of this sound appetizing to you so far? No. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I was going to say. Well, how about the regulator? <laughs> Bow down. Bow down. That's right. Or it keeps that? your bowels in check. Tequila Minute Made Lime Juice. No. Tequila Wait. Minute Made Lime Juice, Mango Habanero Syrup, Wheat Ale, and Mango Popping Pearls. It's like bubble tea with 
spike with tequila. So far, these two drinks, yes, the regulator particle fizz, I assume, are bubble tea like. They must have a lot of boba balls left over from Avatar Land. They must, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, if you want more popping pearls, they also have the experiment. 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 Which is somewhere similar. It's tequila, Minute Maid, lime juice, mango, habanero syrups with mango popping pearls instead of the... Uh, the only thing I think that's different is there's no wheat ale. Oh, uh, that's an interesting mixture. I would have. I was good at tequila and Minute Maid lime juice. I was good there to give that a try. Yeah, they, 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 they're big on the Minute Maid lime juice. I don't mm. know. I, I've never really had... Well, I guess I could have had the frozen things. Yeah, this ain't doing nothing no, for me. No, nothing so much. I like the use of the experiment. Maybe it's foreshadowing the X-Men. X-Men, uh, yeah. I think that'd okay. be great. Excelsior. Do they like okay. mango popping pearls in their mouth? Uh, mm. uh, um, Eli, you're the Marvel expert. Maybe, maybe Gambit charging up uh, molecules okay. to turn them into explosive uh, objects when he touched something. Mm. Maybe he would like this drink. All right. Well, maybe how about some gin drinks? How about maybe we could look at that? Okay. Laid back. Uh, you got uh, Honey Buzz, which is basically gin, lemon juice, and honey syrup with a honey straw. Rolling down the street. <laughs> yep. Drinking honey buzz. <laughs> Sipping on gin and lemon juice. <laughs> Lay back. And Minute Maid lime juice. Yeah. With my mind on experience. Always Minute Maid. And honey Always buzz on my mind. It must be a sponsor. Yeah, Pim, Pim Tasting Lab uh, has, has a sponsor. Yeah. And if you know Pim what they juice. did with experiment versus the regulator, they did the same thing with this drink called the Honey Fusion. Hey, Kevin, since, yes. since it is the Pim Tasting Lab, is it possible that it's not Minute made but Minute made? Ah, <laughs> I think it is. I think you're right. I've been mistaking it. Uh-huh. It's the Minute. It's like a Little Maid. Minute Maid. Little Maid. Little Maid. She went from suck to blow. Little. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> but very little. Very little. You couldn't feel it. Yeah, that's feel all she had right it's there. Like a, yeah, it's just like the little thwip things out of uh, the gloves that Danny was talking about. Uh, <laughs> my new, my new, yes. But yeah, look, they, they did the same thing. A honey fusion is basically the same thing as a honey buzz, but the only difference is that they add IPA to this drink. How how much are these drinks? How much are these drinks? Yes, how much are the drinks over at the... I uh, bet they prices ain't small. Because, yeah, I, I'm kind of <laughs> curious to know what an alcoholic beverage might cost me over there at the event. I event. bet you it's going to cost... I bet you the experiment at least costs like... Fourteen ninety five. Wow. At, probably at least. Yes. At uh, least. I'm trying to look to see if they have prices uh, posted. I don't. That see was that scary. <laughs> you like fourteen. Um, but I mean, I could tell you some of the the drinks that they had are ranging from like eight dollars to twelve dollars. Eight to twelve. Up to fourteen. So it's probably around in that area. Fourteen. Huh? That's the magic number. Yeah. That is the magic. You didn't know number. I was Johnny Wishbone. Did I you? did not know you, Johnny Wishbone. <laughs> Your name is um. <laughs> yeah, so that's the PIM testing lab. And okay. if you didn't want any of that, you could get something completely different. And this is what they have called the molecular meltdown. Any of these oh, drinks, wow. though, any of these drinks, like, appeal to you, Kevin? Like, Well, this one might. This one I, might. I do like a good stout beer. And this says it's a marshmallow milk stout. And I like milk stouts. Uh, marshmallow. I never had a marshmallow milk stout. I have never stout. had a milk stout, let alone a marshmallow milk stout. Oh, I had plenty of milk stouts. So I was going to say. Good, but uh, I never had a marshmallow milk stout. Lay out for me. I know what a stout beer is. That's like a Guinness, right? Like, milk and beer seem to go together like milk and orange juice. Thank well, you. Well, I think it's the consistency. Not, they don't really use milk, I don't think. I could be wrong. Okay. They're not pouring milk and beer. No, I don't think so. Okay. But I think it's the consistency of the way it's made because it's milk like It's a little bit creamier than your normal stout. So it's. I, I like it. It's good. Never had a marshmallow. Marshmallow milk style, and but I do like stuff. I don't. I, I lean towards that side of beers versus IPAs. Okay. I can't okay, but IPA then they fan. they're topping it with vanilla ice cream. So there's milk in my beer. Well, now there's milk in the beer. <laughs> Typically, as yes, milk style, you know, probably wouldn't have it, but now they have milk in their beer. 
Okay. Which is interesting. No, that's... Talk about butterbeer. I'd take a float. I'd, well, this is kind of like a beer float. It's guess, a beer float, it? yes, without the root. So that is probably the only drink. I say that for last. That's probably the only drink that I'd be curious to try. Curious, but then, but reading those ingredients together makes you say, ooh, that... Mm. Oh, well, you just I like, like a milk stout and like, you know, as I mentioned, and I like vanilla ice cream. It sounds like something I would take three steps up and like, yeah, that's nice. It's too sweet and have to throw. I <laughs> just, <probably> yeah. right. <laughs> or I feel like I'm gaining so much weight yes. <laughs> just by drinking this one drink. I should have stuck with the gin juice because like, I'm worried that it would that it would be sweet. But then you drink the beer and then the beer has like a because like stout beer is like really it's not ugh. bitter. It's not, it's not bitter like IPAs. No, but it's like Guinness, right? Like it's a heavy like it's a taste that stays like in your mouth like. You know what I'm saying, right? Like it's kind of like on the top. It coats you like like Pepto. Yeah, I mean that's what I think of when I drink Guinness. They missed a huge opportunity here for, for a drink. What? Not only did they screw up on the Minute Maid thing, which should be Minute Maid, Minute Maid, copyright yes. magic away. What about the Pim Cup? Oh, that, well, that's a very New Orleans drink. Yeah, that is a big time drink. At, at, it's at every single re- at least in New Orleans, it's at every single restaurant to do a Pim P Y M cup. How cool would that be? That would have been awesome, I think. Dude. They missed a they missed a big time. This is why I should be working for Disney. I I don't yeah. I mean they they could be able to pay you not charge you sixty five dollars for a toy and then fifty dollars for a beer float. Genius is over here because like the Pim Cups, they it's like a real like what do you call those uh, kind of cups, Kev? Uh they're um they're also like Moscow Moscow, Moscow mules. Mule kind of things, yeah. yeah but I mean metal. they're like uh, metal cups. Yes. And you could have them totally engraved pin labs or whatever on there. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. That's because nobody's from New Orleans. Mm. There. So that's, yeah, that's but what Moscow they missed me- Okay, I guess that's the way you call it. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. They did miss out. They did. They missing out. I think they're missing out. They're missing out. So now we get to the Pim Test Kitchen. Oh, let's get there. The place that has the $100 sandwich. Ooh, are we starting with the $100? Let's go ahead and start with that because I did tease it long enough. And so basically... You tease. It serves six to eight guests. Oh, that was a little bit of falseness there. No yes. way you advertise that. I mean, it serves six to eight guests, but doesn't mean that you have to give it to six to eight guests. I mean, if you're a guy like us to eat, you might as well just eat the whole dang thing yourself. Can you do like the Pim Sandwich Challenge that if you, <laughs> if you finish be. it, you get like a free T-shirt? <laughs> At least. <laughs> Shirt's too small for you to put on. Yeah, uh, a free glove you could take to the Spider-Man ride. That's good. <laughs> you know, I don't Synergy. Know. Synergy. Yeah, no, exactly. Why not? So anyway, so if you give this to six, eight people, if we, if we took a group and we decided to split this, we all would have to like this sandwich, right? And they call it, the official title is a quantum size Pim Mini Sandwich. Pim oh, so sandwich. now they, they don't mind the puns. My, my Yeah, no, mine was better. Pim yes. Cup. Pim, Pim Cup. Pim Eeny? Pim Eeny. That's really like forcing pimini. the Panini. Panini, Pim Eeny sandwich. Okay. So in this uh, Pimini sandwich, uh, Panini sandwich, I'm saying Pimini now. In this Panini sandwich is salami, rosemary, ham, provolone, and sun-dried tomatoes spread on toasted focaccia served with marinara dipping sauce and arugula salad. Well, that sounds just that sounds good. That's like an Italian sub kind of. It's not, yeah. yeah it does I, sound I'm, good. I'm good with that. Yeah, I would it, eat that. It probably feed two of us. Yes, or we three of us probably could feed. I on bet this. you. Yeah, I would like to see the side. Do they have pictures of this? No, that, I was looking for pictures of this. I was hoping to find some, but I have yet to see some. And I'm just looking through some of the websites. I pull it up in here. I'm seeing everything else, like the pretzel and some of the drinks. Uh, but they're not exactly labeled. So nah, no worries. Know. Move on. Man. But maybe one day we'll get some yeah. pictures from one of our listeners and uh, we'll be able to get that idea. Sure. Yeah, because I was wondering if they, if they play with your mind. Like, you know, like some drinks are like just a real small 
cups or if the sandwich is like just really like a huge po' boy almost kind of thing or something like that. You know? I mean, you know, maybe it's not like Louisiana sizes or New Orleans sizes. Maybe it's something a little smaller, California sizes. Oh, Where California sizes. are a little size. more health conscious. And, uh, That's right. So the, the impossible victory. Maybe three of us <laughs> could feed on that one sandwich. Who knows? But it is ninety nine ninety nine. Okay. Somebody, so, somebody has to finish that sandwich. Nobody's walking out there with no leftovers. You're taking it to go, and you're going to eat it. You dinner. are not throwing away that sandwich. And breakfast for the next morning. That is, yeah, put it in your purse. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. So if you didn't want that, you could get a regular size one for fourteen forty nine, and they just call it the Pimini sandwich. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Now, well, I would do that. Basically I, the same kind of sandwich, just not as quantum size. Just like 15 bucks. As yeah. opposed to the the ninety nine ninety nine dollar yeah, sandwich was insane. Feed a whole family, right? Right. So now you have the not so little chicken sandwich, mm. which is basically a fried chicken breast with teriyaki, red chili sauces, and pickled cabbage saw on brioche, served with a crispy potato bites. Ooh! And looking at pictures, it looks like a regular little bun with a big ass chicken breast fried. So it's like big ass chicken breast. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It looks like a nipple almost. It does. <laughs> Stick it. It's like it's like a huge breast of chicken. Almost like a spaceship. With like a little itty bitty what looks like to be like a little nipple, like sitting on top of it. Yeah. Yes. On the chicken breast. That is true. I'll never mm. look at that sandwich. I'm looking at it, yes. I mean it's quite big chicken breast. Oh <laughs> wow. fifteen forty nine, that's not bad. Yeah, I would, I would that's, eat that. Y'all, yeah. can't see, y'all can't see this, but Eli's using a lot of tongue on his laptop he right is. now. He's uh. taste, he can taste that. Uh. Even though he's full from earlier from dinner, he's tasting that. Man. But you know, what. it looks like the same size as like our chicken fried sandwich. Uh, like a Chick-fil-A yes. sandwich gone awry. But yeah, got, yes. got pim particled and just exploded. It's like giant chicken. I need. I can't have milk with that, though. That's, gotta have, that's a Sprite drink. I need a, a big cup of Sprite or something to go with that is sandwich. It, is it a beer milk drink? <laughs> <laughs> we could make it do that. Beer milk? milk Guess beer? we could put marshmallows and ice cream in it. <laughs> the not-so-little chicken. That's not a so terrible name. Sandwich. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't like the that. name. Like, that's not very imaginative. No, it's, it's, and you know what's funny about this? When I, I was going through these little titles, just checking it out, just kind of going a little tangent here. But I feel like, remember when we did the show on, on Galaxy's Edge and they had like really outlandish names that went the mm-hmm. other opposite way? And people didn't know what the heck they were. Oh. So this almost feels like when they developed this menu, they wanted to kind of find the happy medium. Sort they went the opposite. This, they're making sure that you, just by reading it, you have an idea what you're getting. Exactly. You don't have to guess. So it's not I like got you. Ronto roast or something. Like, I don't know. Uh, you don't have to guess twice. But this is what they came up with, it looks like. Because if you look at the salad they offer, it's a, basically a Caesar salad with colossal crouton. <laughs> Which reminds me, it's just a Caesar salad covered with a big-ass crouton. <laughs> big-ass would have worked better. Big-ass crouton. Big-ass crouton, yeah. I like that better. It's kind of like a, like a French onion soup where the crouton covers the top of the soup. Yeah. It covers the top of the entire salad. I don't know. But then go on, man. You got the PB3 superb sandwich. Peanut butter cubed? I don't know. what it, is PB3 any comic book reference or anything, Eli? Do you know? I don't know why they named it this. Mm. But uh, the description is this. It's a warm PB&J sandwich. Peanut butter and jelly, okay. Yeah, it's a yeah. warm sandwich. I don't usually have warm PBJs, but whatever. But it has banana and candied bacon on Pim particle bread. Served with micro banana smoothie. Oh, that's uh, interesting. And a crispy It's like a combo. So it's like, so there, it's banana. There's your, there's your banana. Cube. Yeah, I guess that's your cue. Bacon. You get a sandwich. And potato bites. Yeah, right? a side your, and, and a drink. That's oh, your B3. That's, that's your, your PB3. That's your PB3. Can I tell you what? PB3. 
Great name for a boy band. Yeah. <laughs> Better than CB4. That's yes. what I was thinking. <laughs> there you go. Wasn't CP3 a basketball player or something? Yeah, like Chris Paul. Yeah. Oh, Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that's their entrees at the, the Pim Test Kitchen. Awesome. Um, you can also have some shared things, things to share, like, I guess, bar foods. First of all, they have the Quantum Pretzel for twelve ninety nine, which is 453.8 grams. Is that a significant number? Anything that has 400 in it sounds pretty I don't know, man. Sizable. I'm not on the metric system. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Well, I, mean, I looked it up just to kind of get a conversion. It's about a pound. Okay. Oh. So it's a one-pound pretzel. Point nine nine eight six nine four pounds, Kevin, to be specific. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was so weird. I know. I thought, he, I thought Kevin hit a button. Wow. Hey, Alan. I do. I press a button, and Alan pops in with the calculations. It's oh, kind of nice. Thanks for the information, Alan. That's awesome. So close to a pound, but not really a pound. Do you know what wow. they call a quantum pretzel in <laughs> Amsterdam? In <France? laughs> yeah, our friend. <laughs> You call it the Royale pretzel. The Royale, well, you know what? They have the Atomic Fusion pretzel, which is kind of like a Royale with cheese, but different. Uh, and it's a buffalo-style loaded with chicken. It's buffalo-style pretzel loaded with chicken, hot sauce, ranch dressing, blue cheese crumbles, celery, and dill-pickled carrots. Ooh. Which is cheaper than a quantum pretzel, oddly enough. How does that, how does that strike you, those pretzels? Ugh, it's it's It strikes me as a strikes me as a run to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> yeah, you can't. <laughs> I'm not eating that $100 yeah. sandwich and uh, this pretzel the same I'll day. I'll catch up with y'all at Jungle Cruise. <laughs> I got to make a PB3. Yeah. <laughs> Be right back. Oh, man. So those are their shared things. Their only shared things are pretzels. And then if you want some other plant-based foods, you have the Impossible Spoonful, uh, which is basically That's rigatoni. Veg- and, a veggie spoonful? Yeah, and I guess it's a veggie food spoonful. Uh, rigatoni and uh, ditalini pastas, plant-based meat, balls, tomato sauce, dairy-free parmesan, and micro basil. Basil. Not basil. Basil. Yeah, basil, <laughs> basil, basil is Austin Powers. That's Damn, right, yeah. Plant-based meatballs could be good. That's right. So they have that. They have lunch and dinner side. You can get a, a arugula salad. You can get a side of marinara sauce for 89 cents. That's probably the cheapest thing you can get. Oh, man. That's all I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I need. <laughs> or you can get for 89 cents a side of cheer, be, cheese beer sauce. Okay. Side of candied bacon for three seventy nine, and side slaw for $1.99. Okay. Uh, you can also get some potato bites or side cuties, mandarin, so like the little oranges and stuff. Speaking of cuties, you also got some kids' meals. So if your little ones want to eat there too, they have the PB&J Flavor Lab, which is basically you can assemble your own experiment. You know, all these have experiment numbers. If you look on different websites, it's kind of interesting. Uh, basically, uh, your kids will get a choice of smooth peanut butter, strawberry jelly, and pim particle bread, which I wonder what pim particle bread is. Maybe it's like a rye bread. I don't know. Man, their yeah. dishes look more fun to eat than the adult dishes. It does. Sounds like multigrain, where they have little pieces. Probably of like so, oops yeah. And, <laughs> and if you have a vegetarian kid, you can get mini pasta, impossible meatballs. You can get that too. Is a kid knows they're vegan. I guess so. <laughs> and of course, with that, they also have red particle mini meals. So you have a subatomic chicken sandwich. So maybe not as big as the big old sandwich you had. Not is the red little. particle the one that takes you out of the matrix? I think so. Okay. <laughs> what is all that? Blue particle, red particle? You know what that is, Elon? <laughs> Do I have to choose one? You can choose one. <laughs> Maybe one makes you bigger, one makes you smaller. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, so the blue one makes you bigger. 
the blue pill? Uh, maybe so. The blue, the blue particle, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, anything. The blue pill keeps you going. <laughs> I know that. But if it goes longer than four hours. That's right. <laughs> then you got to go to uh, uh, first aid at the front of the park. <laughs> Only if it's been over, yeah, over four hours. Over four I mean, hours, you yes. know, But yes. time is if if our producer, If our producer had the blue particle, he wouldn't be on the show right now. <laughs> He'd still be having fun. Yeah, he be, wouldn't be talking about no kind of 99 pound pretzel. <laughs> well, you know, maybe, old pretzel. if that's the case, instead of the subatomic chicken, maybe he's more like the teeny pimini. Oh. And he's spent. You know, there you go. Oh. No, um, no. Teeny pimini. Basically, as you can imagine, pimini. it's a pimini sandwich <laughs> they have, just smaller for the kids. Uh, that's what that is. Oh, fun size. Fun, fun size. Fun, yeah, size. fun size pimini sandwich. He assembled his own experiment. That's right. Like the PB&J Flavor Lab, because he got all the taste. Oddly enough, those mini meals are both nine ninety nine each. Still expensive. Still expensive. Shh. Kids. Double the price of a Happy Meal. Yeah. And the kids' items menu, or stuff is only for ages nine or younger. Did they get a toy or a web shooter with that? You don't get no web they shooter unless you're paying $65. Already shot web. Uh, <laughs> it's already <laughs> shot in the play. <laughs> yes, that's right. You don't even get to shoot it. Yeah, get web the residue. Yes. yes it's what you could have had. But on the side, like Sally. <laughs> right. You know, Sally had it on the side. Oh, man. You get the web on the side. If your cheap-ass daddy paid for this $65, you'd have had the toy instead of the residue web hanging all over your plant-based meatballs. Now, of course, with every meal, you got to have dessert. And this last bit here has me intrigued. Okay. What? Okay, go they for it. They call this a celestial-sized candy bar ch- and colon. It's a long-ass title. Colon? What? No, it's celestial-sized candy bar, colon, Choco Smash Candy Bar. Choco Smash! Which basically is a Choco Smash Candy Bar with dark chocolate, peanuts, caramel, nougat, and chocolate brownie for seven ninety nine. Celestial size. I'm thinking this has to be a big... Cele- the celestial would bar. be big. Yeah, it should. It should yeah. be. It should yeah. be like the lactus. Because this is the, like the yes. only dessert they have. So I figure maybe it's shareable. Doesn't say. I have no idea. I haven't seen pictures of this yet. I'm curious. So if anybody's out there is listening, get that for me because I, I I like candy. But I, I'm like I'm looking at some of the pictures of the food, with the exception of the tiny little nipple chicken sandwich. sandwich. Yes, and the huge meatball and the big ass crouton. Like all the food looks like regular sized. Is it just me? Like it, it doesn't seem to be too many like extraordinary wild big things. Yes. No. Other than yeah. Other than the sand, chicken sandwich, everything. I guess maybe the, par- the pretzel. pretzel. Oh, the pretzel. It's okay. Like a, yeah, less, I don't have a, a picture of the pretzel. Pound. Oh, wait, here's the pretzel. My bad. I got it. Yeah. All right. So that could be the only thing, but it's, it's, it is quite interesting. Anyway, as we, as we kind of round this part up, and let me see if I can find this menu again that I was referring to. The pingo do- ping? pingo doshe? Pingo doshe. Yeah. What is that? It's a refreshing lemon lime drink with a vanilla kick. Oh, oh. oh interesting. Wait, hold up. Wait. Oh. This distinctly green beverage from Avenger Lore. Available exclusively at Avengers Campus. So Pingo, I think Pingo do say is oh, that's the from Pingo and Cash. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, you got to pay p- with p- cash. Pingo style, yeah. no, I think the Pingo Doce is like a Latin street gang. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you can't talk about them. No, no. it's. Uh, I think it's the. Uh, the it might be a, a reference to the soda. That the uh, that's it. Oh, that is it. I'm just the, looking it up. Yeah, yes, that the Hulk. Remember the Hulk? He dropped his blood in the thing of soda. Yeah. And the Edward the, Norton Hulk. Yes. Oh yeah, that Hulk. Not yeah. bad. I, I didn't even need to end it. <laughs> I was looking it up. I was, I was having fun telling like, the joke. I thought Pingo Doce. <laughs> I was having fun telling the joke. And I was like, yeah. And then you came up with you know Doce and Cash, and you know it smells like <laughs> Pingo Perret in the air. And, 
we came up with that. Well, what's interesting is we talk about beverages at the Pim Test Kitchen. Of course, you have your regular beverages like Coca-Cola products or whatnot, milk, cocoa, coffee. One thing that struck out to me is the fact that they have the Proton PB&J Punch. You know, I don't know if it's anything like the PB&J milkshake that they have what over the here at Walt Disney World. What the hell is it with them and PB&J? I don't know. But I know it all started with the PB&J milkshake over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I mean, as a kid, I hated PB and J. I like peanut butter, but nah, keep that jelly away from my peanut butter. Really? That yeah. was a fan of like no. peanut butter, like like grape jelly sandwich. No. Oh no. man. I do grape jelly, apple jelly, strawberry jelly. Oh, no. Apple, not strawberry. No, no jellies. Uh-huh. Wow, works. really? Nah, nah, just like a little slimy. Well, you can't have. Water. Okay, well you gotta have more peanut butter than jam. I give you that. What's the difference between jam and jelly? <laughs> I don't know, consistency. You're the jam in my jelly roll. You know that? <laughs> you That's right. You tell <laughs> That's love. There you go. Pingo Dose the YouTuber, brother. <laughs> and I get shot in the street. You to watch. That's all right. Telling you where you know, that green. Bring down the wrath of the Pingo Dose. You don't want to, but I, I got the Hulk post at home. I'm good. <laughs> I wear that green. I rep. Dose. <laughs> Dose de leche. Sit. Yeah, no, I was never a jelly or a jam or whatever the hell thing. No. <laughs> yeah, I like peanut butter and jelly. I still eat oh. that for lunch, actually. Wow. Funny enough, yeah. Really? It's very easy to make in the morning. It is weird to put that in the bread, to have this swirled in the bread like that one picture had. Yeah, that, that is, is kind of strange. That's a little weird. Uh, but the fact that it's in a punch kind of throws me, but I'd be willing to try it. I mean, I can understand if it's in like the milkshake like they do at Walt Disney World, but it's a punch, you know, and, and again, it's more with the minute made lemonade with peanut butter and, and strawberry flavors, PB infused whipped cream and peanut butter pretzel spheres. So again, more with the orbs and the particles. So it's like a lot of their drinks have particles and balls and stuff all up in there. <coughs> Pearls. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Who don't want drink a good pearl beer? The balls in the Avatar Land. The pearls. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Pearls over here. That's pearls of wisdom. Yeah. Pearls of wisdom. When you cross yeah. coast, you go from balls to pearls. Or balls to pearls. Oh, they can't use pearls on the East Coast through the Universal right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that's why. Balls on pearls. Show. I hope that when they actually open this, I hope Which is that, soon. Yeah, so, and, and hopefully somebody who's already there, because we can't see it until they open things up. I hope they have something that makes it look laboratory enough that, like, when they're making your drink, you know, there's tubes and stuff kind of coming in. And, you know what I mean? So it, it looks more of an experience than, all right, let me go hit. And, you know, well, <laughs> you know, it's experiment. interesting. One of these pictures that I have on these websites from the Disney Food Blog, they show a picture of, like, I guess a soda or condiment station. Because basically it looks like, I guess, you're supposed to be shrunk down to the size of a little Ant-Man. And the soda drinks are basically look like in the ceilings, like little cans that are upside down. And there's little tubes that go to a fountain that dispense your drinks. Yeah, like these oversized cans of like Coke with a little tube leading into it, into the fountain drinks. Right. Yeah. But I don't think it's like, I don't think it's meant to be that you're shrunk down. I think it's meant to be that everything here has been either shrunk up or shrunk down for your convenience. Right, right. Yes. For your pleasure. And there's something in there where they do say you'll be able to watch a conveyor belt where food is being expanded or shrunk down. Yeah, because that's the thing is is here, I give Galaxy's Edge one thing. When we went, Rod to Roast is not so much because that was just kind of weird. It looked like being it, like I said before, like a kid or play set. But there was, oh, where did we eat? The the other place. The docking bay. Yeah, that kind of yeah. felt more... Star situ- Warsy. Yeah, thank you, Star Warsy. That's a good way to put it. So I, I hope with this... They make it a little more, you know, marvelous, marvelly. Yes, <laughs> you know, I mean, because you know, Hank Pym just pretty much has a laboratory. Like even in the comics, there's nothing really. 
extraordinary. It's just a laboratory. So hopefully they kind of keep that ambiance going in this area. Well, you know, it is a, a kind of a, a bit of a bummer, right? That we don't have a signature, re- that our best restaurant sounds like a counter service at best. It, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, and, and, yes, and, yes. and not even a counter service that you would actually have ever chosen. Like, it's not like you're like, oh, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of like a, a iconic location. Like if you were, if you were eating at on Asgard in the banquet hall with, you know, what you call it. And there's all these trophies and you pass by Odin's trophy room and there's all these different things decorating it. And it's like, oh my God, I'm having this experience where I'm dining in Asgard. Now, in the window, you can see Thor occasionally fighting somebody, or or maybe you're eating like on the Quinjet or something like that. As you're puttering along, then something happens, and the Avengers have to go deal with it, or something like that, like a signature dining experience. You think they would have kind of learned something from Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge? I mean, where really, I mean, all you guess is one little cantina that people are like, mm, well, this is nice, but this isn't exactly what we were hoping to get. Right, because it's not what the concept art represents, and I, I always say that now. Like I always love the concept art, but now I'm scared because it never works out. It never works out because you know, and and I think this is a lot more simplistic than having to recreate a space carrier. There's not that you don't have to put in robots and put people in alien costumes. So by that nature, this should be an easier thing to achieve, but yet still make sure the person is immersed in the marvel. Disney magic, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just curious to know what the significance of the number four fifty three point eight is. What's four fifty three point eight? Well, that's the how much the Wetzel, the Wetzel, Wetzel, the pretzel weighs, <laughs> the quantum pretzel weighs. Are you thinking the Wetzel's pretzels? Wetzel's pretzels, yeah, no, yes. yeah. That's how much the quantum pretzel is. Is four hundred fifty three point eight grams? I wonder if that's a marvel significance of sorts. I'm gonna say I'd have to, I'd have to like look at it like a game or something because uh, I just try googling it. I have no idea. It's okay, you skip breakfast. Yeah, I was, I was just, I had that pulled up, actually. Oh, you're going to breakfast? Oh, yeah. We don't never make breakfast, except <laughs> once. Well, one day, maybe you might breakfast. But if you did, you could go to the Pim Test Kitchen and have breakfast there. This is what they have. This, it looks like there's going to be four items. First of all, you got the spoonful of cereal. So I'm assuming it's like a just big a old spoon. spoon of cereal. Keeps the breakfast. Go down. And you need all the bread. And you thwip through Spider-Man. What? <laughs> <laughs> and you're in the bathroom 10 minutes later. You are producing a spoonful of sugar. Ooh, why you can see the other sword. And Kevin's like, just leave me here and you guys have fun. fun. And Eli <laughs> will work through his cigarette. <laughs> and got to tear the place up. That's right. Pim. Yeah. Pim particles. All right, go so ahead. So you got the spoonful of cereal, <laughs> and you have, <laughs> this is funny, the ever-expanding Cinepim toast. That is you in the bathroom. That is me in the bathroom. <laughs> is that like the everlasting gobstopper? I from think Willy so. <laughs> what? Basically, well. <laughs> what did you Willy Wonka with the everlasting gobstopper? gobstopper? Yeah, that's the thing they didn't want to give away to the dude. Right. Oh, no. Yeah, I, everlasting awesome. gobstopper. But this is the ever-expanding Cinepim toast. That's when your girl ate the, the thing and she exploded. Oh, that's uh, that's that's, the, that's different. That's the, blue, the blueberry, the meal. Do we get cinnamon Cinepim toast crunch? Cinepim <laughs> toast <laughs> crunch. That's what it should be. Yeah, for the spoonful <laughs> of cereal instead of bran flakes and raisins. Why can't we have Cinepim toast crunch? I don't Cinepim. know. Cinepim. But this is what the Cinepim toast thing is. <laughs> it's basically a baked pim particle bread with egg custard with cinnamon sugar topping a fried egg smoked beef and maple syrup. I can't believe there's no avocado with this. Why could they have called this a wasp full of cereal? That would have been good. Yeah, what about, oh. what about wasp? What about, uh, was there Jane? Jane. Uh, Jane. Oh, oh what's, the, what's Van, the name? Van Dyne. Dyne. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. A little Van Dyne action here. Why couldn't you, like, you do like atomic avocado toast or something like that? I can't even, I can come up with these lazy ass names in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
Come on. I think that's what they did. Uh, I, do you? Somebody <laughs> slept on it and they yeah. said, here's the names. No, somebody looked at their like biology, their kids' biology homework was like, uh, what's a good word there? Amphibious? Amphibious <laughs> toast. There it is. Man, we make another one. What else we well, got? Well, this, maybe they came up with this during COVID and then it was just like, you know what? Screw it. Let's let the janitor. <laughs> let the janitor do yeah, it? Yeah. Uh, uh, janitor, can you just, you know, when you go home in your spare time, yeah, I want you to solve these problems. Yeah. Right. You've picked up COVID before. You probably know some stuff in here. We've seen it. Go ahead. Well, you might be right because the, the, one of the main things that they have is the calculated breakfast equals E times two plus in parentheses B plus P slash T. Was it Goodwill Hunting's breakfast? That is terrible. I have no idea. It's a beautiful I, breakfast. E, That's what it is. <laughs> e what? It's e, e equals what? Calculated breakfast equals E times two, two plus, plus in parentheses B plus P. E E times two. That means uh, two eggs. Yeah, that's what it's I'm guessing. A, it's eggs, two A's plus. Uh, then you have B plus P. What do you bacon, think? Bacon, bacon plus eggs. eggs, potato bites. Yeah. Oh, potato bites okay. slash T. Divided by toast. Divided by toast. Oh, I was going to say toast. Toast. Okay. Yeah. But I would have got bacon and pancakes. Ah, uh, that would have been a very hearty breakfast. That's a real calculated breakfast. Who the hell thinks of potato? What you call it? What you say? They're crispy about? potato bites. Potato what, bites? That's not a breakfast, though. I just shouldn't go with breakfast. I don't know anything. No, I, 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 hash would, I would Hash browns. Hash browns. That's a, a staple of breakfast. You have to have yeah. hash browns. Potato bites, it's kind of like the, it's it's mini hash browns. I'm about to say, it looks, yeah. but some of the pictures, it looks like uh, tater tots. Then tater yes. tots, yes. right? But you got to change that. You got you to change that whole equation. That equation be E times 2 plus uh, parentheses S plus P parentheses. So sausage, sausage and, and uh, potatoes go together. Not bacon, potato. I don't think so. Well, not bacon, potatoes. It's bacon and then crispy potato bites. Well, uh, yeah, potato bites. Uh, but I'm just saying, I would rather sausage and potatoes for the breakfast. But no mushrooms. I want bacon and sausage, yeah. I, I want all the meats. Yeah, yeah, with the toast, that's fine. I mean, I'll take a breakfast pork chop, too. Yeah. Ooh, boy. Well, we could calculate some breakfast here. Yeah, that's a calculated breakfast. That's right. We are, not impossible. No, <laughs> no not, definitely not, not impossible. Uh, uh, we are adding physics to this breakfast. With some algebra. It is impossible. What else right. we got? That's pretty much it. That's what we got. You know, we, uh, we went through the snacks and stuff and the sips and the drinks, but that's basically the bulk of what you're going to experience. Oh, wait, no, you missed one. What's Nano eggs. Experiment 101. Nano, Nano experiment. Experiment 101, which is softly arranged oh, eggs and turkey bacon with turkey bacon. That's not. I, ugh, I hate turkey bacon. Uh, softly, softly arranged eggs. What's a softly arranged eggs? It's like a they, side up. They talk to the co- they talk to them like you okay? Just <laughs> go over here, <laughs> coddle them and crawl them. You say, okay? Hey, just and the eggs like wait wait. It's like eggs uh, with feng shui. <laughs> come hey. to this plate, right? Um, he's he's moving with the spoon. It's spark, eggs park joy. The eggs like why are you push me? Like easy egg, easy. Turkeys have no business <laughs> trying to pretend to be bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. That's because those cows from Chick-fil-A are like, eat more turkey. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> I'm sick of them taking good food and turning it into turkey. Right. The cows are like, That's a fine. I don't care. Whatever. Just do it. Right. right. Turkey's like, we didn't land all bacon. Bacon laid on us. Yeah, they know. They, they're fist bumping the pig. It's yeah. Like, yeah we got your back. Pig's like, I'm going to this dirt, man. Nobody needs right. me anymore. Eat more bacon. I, I prefer experiment 626. 
Yes. What? Yes, that is the the Dano eggs is the kids option for breakfast. Okay. So that goes into the kids menu. Yeah. Okay. Now we've covered everything that you can expect once this thing opens in the very near future, which I believe is sometime in the beginning of June, if I remember correctly, maybe. And uh, hopefully we'll be getting some reports from our California weekends as far as how this stuff tastes, because I'm curious. I will do the standard deviation towards the lunch. Is that an item that they're... Uh, yeah, I was going to say standard deviation. Where's that? <laughs> no, I just... I just <laughs> That's an actual oh. scientific <laughs> word. I just see. I did that for the joke. That ain't that. Okay. That oh, should have been the meal. Yeah, that that's that's better than what I read thus far. <laughs> I know. I yes. I'm not. I don't know about. I'm not too worried about the breakfast. I mean, they have a sausage that says impossible breakfast sausage for the impossible quantum garden breakfast. So I can't touch that. Mission impossible. Impossible yeah. quantum garden breakfast that's yeah. a mouthful a plant-based folded omelet right there about how many people are going to order that calculated breakfast like hey i want the e times two plus b plus p's divided by t can, but i can yeah. have the b plus the p but minus the t can i add an s <laughs> <laughs> and can i buy a vol yes <laughs> i want an e times yeah. one instead of two ways and i need a and i need an oj plus three <laughs> can i have my cinnapim toast not expanding yes <laughs> I'd appreciate that. I needed to shriek. I'm expanded myself. Can I have my eggs hard r- arranged, please? I would really like that. You want hard arranged eggs? I mean, just, you know, be like, hey, get over there, egg. Whip them up. They're like eggs from the streets. Eggs like, come on, eat me then. <laughs> I ain't scared. I ain't softly arranged. That's some hard eggs. <laughs> That's a hard ass egg right there. <laughs> eat that egg with pride. You're like, let's yeah. go on that ride. I've heard of hard boiled eggs. I've never heard of softly arranged, arranged. eggs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is that like a free where they say the chickens are free roaming, free range chickens? Oh, they're softly arranged chickens. Is that what it is? Yeah, they nicely break them into the cage before they kill them. So it's kind of like Wagyu beef where they massage the cows and so it's the most tender meat. Maybe these are like massaged chickens. Maybe softly the, arranged. The chickens are taking the senses. <laughs> before like that song. Softly arranging your chickens. <laughs> Singing your life. <laughs> One time. Uh, or eat times E times two. That's right. <laughs> Moving the eggs also oh softly. Moving them softly <laughs> for breakfast. Arranging them kindly <laughs> to eat them. Softly arranging eggs. Consensually <laughs> Softly consensually arranging your eggs. <laughs> One time. One time. <laughs> Oh, oh man so yeah there <laughs> you go there is your meal to expect wow your food offerings at avengers campus coming very soon to disneyland resort how about that to a table near you to a table near you man sounds delicious i'm curious to see how all this goes down so make sure you get in touch with us let us know how these things taste because we'll definitely taste some of this stuff definitely we go out there whenever that is uh, but get in touch with us. Share us your opinions about this stuff. And we're about to tell you how to do that in just a little bit. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed those conversations. If you want to learn more about us, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, if you want to share your experiences with us and tell us about all that Avengers campus food, you can do so through the following ways. Shoot us an email at showupmagicourway.com. Or you can call or send us a text message. Yes, I did say text us at one eight one five Mawekin. That's one eight one five Mawekin six six nine four two two six. And of course, we have a couple of guys that do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Lee 
does things with travel agents. So if you want to travel out to Disneyland whenever you get a chance, you could book it through Lee. Oh, wait, wait, wait. we're not doing Lee today. We're not doing. We're not doing. We're not, we're not doing. Lee. Lee. Yeah, well, you can pro- look, guys. If you want to book with Lee, what's his information? His uh, it's Lee at magicalray.com or you can give him a call. And I don't know the number because he never gives the right yeah, number. Yeah, uh, me either. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't have any numbers to give. So I told uh, Susie Q, the queen of the Moican Nation. Yes. Oh, you did. That we give her a, a shout out on today's show. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> if, for nothing else than to keep Lee honest, because let's face it, <laughs> let's face she is, it, uh, she's a musician, so I have no problem with that. Exactly. I was in Disney World. I knew how to call Saints in. Great. Yeah. Yes. I, I made time for the show. Um, come on. Maybe he's softly arranging his shoes. Yes. Ooh, softly arranging his, his tennis shoes. What? Now, look, we prefer you to book with Lee when Lee's available and answering the telephone because we get a, a percentage of Lee's bookings. However, should Lee not answer that phone and you need uh, <laughs> a travel agency travel agent. services right now who are available 24-7, reach out to Susan Reed at Kingdom Destinations. And uh, you can find her on uh, social media at Read on Disney. I think that's it. Yeah, Read on Read Disney. R e i d o n d i s n e y n e y. There you right. go. Perfect. Yeah, I follow her on Instagram. I follow her on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep she's, up with all of her stuff. So she's on it. There you go, Susie. You just got plugged. Bam. But no, Susie Vika. Oh no, she's okay with that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So of course we have Eli right over here. He does things with comics. Yes. Hey, Rob Liefeld here. Deadpool, Cable, X Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up? Eli Ivory, what a great name. Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. I am here to say, check out ivorycomics.com. That's right, you. Check out ivorycomics.com. I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, The Savages comic cannot be beat. Cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out. Experience it for yourself. And you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics. Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com. Comic book guru. Eli Ivory. The whole package. Deadpool said to. Do it. IvoryComics.com. Right now. Life built out. Well, you know, it's interesting. It says Ivory Comics cannot be beat, but they can be softly arranged. <laughs> <laughs> and That's what I heard, right? Ever, ever yes. so soft. Ever so soft. Very. Yes. Very. yes. We make hard comics, but we can't be softly arranged. Okay, we, that's, we what, that's what I you. figured. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's good loving. <laughs> we do. We love. We love Mick all loving. Mick we loving. love it. We right. love it. McDreamy. We dream. We dream big. That's right. We dream big over here. You, you dream colossally or quantumly or uh, whatever words they used. All the particles that impossibly. it takes. Oh, I did it. Impossible all, dream. The stories are impossible. So it's not a real dream. It's like almost like a dream. It is a dream until you make it reality. Then it's just something completely different. Now it's nothing but a huge piece of chicken in between a small bun that take that for what it will. Or a nipple. Or a is that, nipple. Is that what you usually yeah. experience? Uh, putting chicken on a nipple? Oh, no. I'm talking about a huge piece of chicken <laughs> between a small bun. Well, only on a good yeah. day. <laughs> if I lucked out, I had to pay $65. $65. Oh, my goodness. Three web spots. All right, Eli. Scare away those bots, man. Yeah. Well, you know, so as always, you know, thanks, Rob. Thanks, Kevin. I will softly arrange his back to where it is. Always a link. Softly arrange his back? Yeah, softly <laughs> arrange us back. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I know you was getting excited there for a second. I'm like, softly what? arranging back. Go, Eli. Go. I'm softly arranging back. Uh, Eli, uh, go, Deuce. Uh, uh. 
<laughs> so there's always a link to this podcast. You never miss an episode. All this madness, you just you just you can't get enough of it. So you read a comic book. Follow the podcast. Do it both. You can find me on Facebook, Eli H. Ivory, as long as you're a real person. Hey, nice to meet you. Let's go have quite a breakfast times two. <laughs> but if you're a bot, Pago deucing yourself out the door. You get a McMuffin. Yeah. <laughs> you get half a McMuffin. You you know, you get quantum McMuffin. And what if you're a spider bot? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to pay $65 for you too? You're not even worth shawarma at that point. <laughs> You're worth multiple shawarma. Yeah. You got to chase the hobgoblin down. You can find the Project Gation Facebook page, facebook.com slash Project Gation. That's definitely worth the big chicken sandwich right there. Good stuff there. Instagram, I'm there at EIV504. And of course, on Twitter, I'm there at Hancock1066. So if you appreciate the madness, then you're just bringing me the gladness. And that's better than the Proton PB&J Punch. Thank you very much. Cubed. Cubed. And look, guys, there are so many <laughs> ways to support the show as a whole. And you can find them all on our website, magicourway.com. Any way in which you can support this show is deeply appreciated. We also want to take a second and thank you for being a loyal listener. And we always love hearing from our listeners. Yeah, write in more. Yes, we want to hear from you guys. Yeah. Show at magicalway.com. Because it's one less thing for us to go find. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Make it easier on us. And look, if it makes you feel any better, all opinions are softly gathered or coddled or arranged, arranged as you will, on the Magic Our Way podcast. So make sure you get in touch with us today. So, weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. <laughs> I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> or softly coddled Lee shoes. <laughs> yes. Properly arranged. <laughs> Window has a vika. With his song. Chicken his song. <laughs> softly arranging. Softly arranging his shoes. <laughs> all up in his baggage right now. Yeah. In addition to my 12 pairs of shoes, I also pack Manhattan Radio. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In my suitcase. <laughs> Those are your emergency Mad Hatter radio my shoes. Emergency Mad Hatter radio shoes. <laughs> when I want to listen to Mad Hatter radio, I make sure to change my shoes to my Mad Hatter shoes.